she is Katie. And he is Ben. And we are of the opinion, because we have so many of them. (laughs) We have so many opinions. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to episode four, season three, Jack's Nose, N-O-S-E, in case you don't get it, best. Mm. Yuck, 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 yuck. Indeed. Original air date of November 24th of 2014. Stasi reconnects with the Sir crowd at a Hollywood party, but Sheena and Kristen make sure she doesn't enjoy a happy homecoming. Did they really? Anyway, we'll discuss. Jax learns who his real friends are when he undergoes a painful nose job. Tom Schwartz suffers a panic attack and runs out on his job at pump, infuriating both Katie and Lisa Vanderpump. Mostly accurate. Yeah, <laughs> except the like weirdly dramatic uh, description of Jax's nose sur- surgery. Yeah, I was not to, to get ahead of it, but what happens is the complete opposite of what I was expecting to happen. Uh, like, whoa. Oh, <laughs> Jax motherfucking Taylor. Jax motherfucking Taylor. Also, I don't know if I've picked up on this in the last three episodes, but like I... I guess was paying more attention to the opening sequence and like Jax looks fucking rough in the opening sequence too. Like he like was partying hard the night before they filmed that shit. Oh boy, it's just looking kind of rough. Yeah, that's true. So, all that, all that fame, all that Bravo Liberty fame. I mean, you know what? Um, David Bowie said about fame. So, would you like? Would you care to enlighten? The audience? Uh, they can Google it. It's okay. Fame. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Anyways. So we begin scene one. The Toms are <laughs> drinking out on the curb during the day. Interesting move. And, yeah. then they, and then they take the beers into the eyebrow threading place. I was like, is this legal? What's happening? They must have some weird law in L.A. where you can have drinks but not open containers. Or maybe they just didn't think that it would smell like beer if they had it in a regular cup. I don't know. But it was something. But they didn't get in trouble for it. But yes, it's the day before Jax's nose job and they decided to go get their eyebrows threaded. Who pre-games getting their eyebrows threaded? I mean, I guess maybe it's not a bad idea, but like... The way they were acting, I guess I might want to if I ever got it done. Listen, I have to... They're not just being, you know, like, weak. <laughs> it fucking hurts. It <laughs> hurts imagine. like a bitch. Whew, I used to get my eyebrows threaded all the time. All the time. I just take a razor to my eyebrows whenever I do any maintenance. It'll be you like, just oh, wow. sha- shave them off? Well, no, I don't shave them. I have shaved them off before, but that was because I fucked them up. Um, it was. It's more like I'll go, oh, wow, I've got like some really rogue, evil scientist-looking eyebrows. I need to trim that shit up. So I'll like just brush them up and then take a razor to them. Okay, interesting way to do it. Like the only reason I stopped getting my eyebrows threaded is because they were taking a lot off every time and my eyebrows weren't growing back as much as they used to. And, you know, the bushier eyebrow look came back in and I was like, well, Here's the yeah. benefit. 
for listeners out there who care, the benefit of doing threading over waxing, even though threading hurts way, way more, because, okay, so here's why threading hurts more. It's because it's like more constant, you know, Th- waxing, mm-hmm. it's just like over and done, but you're f- with waxing, you run the risk of burning your face. And, you know, you see that like your face looks really red and swollen for a minute. That reminds me, and this is completely off topic, but have you seen the viral video that was going around of the guy who waxed his head? Like instead of shaving his head, he waxed his head. Why would you? Why? Because he was a moron. Okay. Answer. But it is, it was, if you find the pain of others entertaining, you would enjoy that. Ah, Kelly Clarkson. Okay, I had to. I'm sorry. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't do that, but he might as well have. So, I mean, I, in that movie that was real, by the way. Yes. Indeed. Anyways. Um, the girl, Chloe, works with Schwartz at Pump, and I found it very interesting the way that she introduced the guys to her. What do you mean? She goes, hey, Chloe, this is my friend Tom, and this is Jax. <laughs> 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 trying to subconsciously distance himself from Jack yeah. Taylor, maybe? Uh, and, indeed. Indeed. Um, uh, I like the little comment <laughs> that Schwartz makes about Jax's note that knows has seen and smelled things. <laughs> yes, it's actually pretty cute because they get for the day because they make a day of it, apparently. And they wear shirts with Jax's nose on them. Which was very was, funny. I, this was. is the thing that really highlights to me that they are actually friends. Like, I don't think you would do this with your fake hired TV friends. Yeah, no, totally. The, I've always felt that their interaction and some of the girls' interactions, just I really think that the Chris and Katie Stassi thing or Christina Katie Stassi thing is a real friendship too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, um, we've never really been in doubt of that, but I just like these moments where like you kind of really see the proof of it, you know? I mean... Th- Jackson Tom there for a little bit. It did not seem like it was going to, to go well. well. I did like also that they uh, subtly asked if they shaved foreheads there. <laughs> Sandoval. Um, I'm sure you could get your forehead threaded, although I'm sure that would hurt as well. Yeah, probably so. I love Tom's quote here. A lot of people put effort into looking good and it shows. I put extra work in so it doesn't show. It's like, aha, uh-huh. yeah, I just want it to look like I roll out of bed and I'm accidentally this perfect. It's like, you go, Tom. Is that Sandoval. what it is that what it looks like? I mean No, but that's what he thinks it looks like. <laughs> Sandoval, listen, we both appreciate your attractiveness level. You are a beautiful, beautiful man, but it's okay that you put in effort. We maybe appreciate to, it. Maybe to other dudes, it might look like he puts in no effort. But Fair enough. I mean, they all look like they don't put any effort. I mean, other than like in the gym, mm. to me, it doesn't look like they all have skincare routines and bullshit like that. I mean, I can tell that they spend a little extra time on fixing their hair because your hair is not naturally going to look like that. But I mean, as far as the other stuff, I don't really notice. All right. Well, fair enough. Sandoval has convinced you. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't care either, but it's just... There's that old saying that girls don't dress up for guys, they dress up for other girls and themselves. So I don't know, maybe this is the same thing. I think that that is true, to be honest. So 
Tom, of course, gives in-depth instructions for how he wants his eyebrows done. You know what? Good for you, Sandoval, because no shade, but sometimes people will just do whatever they want to your eyebrows and then you're stuck with it. Well, yes, that's true. Unless you're just willing to just shave them bitches off and start over. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes. We get leave the scene with Jack's just going, I'm just really happy that I had my two best friends and my brothers by my side before surgery. And it's such a sweet and daring moment. Oh, Jax, because really, you know, serious surgery for getting his deviated septum fixed. Quote, unquote, deviated septum. <laughs> you love how no one believes that that's the case. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Scene two, we are at Sir Katie and Stassi roll up. Goat cheese balls. Dossie does pump the goat cheese balls. She's like, I haven't eaten here in six months, and I've just been dreaming about these goat cheese balls. If we ever go there, we're going to have to get the goat cheese balls, apparently. Oh, absolutely. Ben, do you like goat cheese? I love goat cheese. Me too. Oh, Fun so fact, good. when I was a baby, I could not have, I was colicky, so I couldn't have regular milk, meaning breast milk or cow's milk. I had to have goat's milk. So. Huh. Just exposed to it from birth. Did I ever tell the story of, of goat cheese gone wrong, though? Goat cheese gone wrong. No, you have not. <laughs> Again, I don't know how interesting the story is, but we're going to go for it anyway. So when I was in Spain, the second time when I was living there, um, there was this cafe in the middle of Madrid that was like really talked up as like the best cafe in the city. Mm-hmm. And I wish I remembered the name of it because, you know, the... Cafe con leche was excellent, but <laughs> on the menu there was a crostini or like a, a crostada. So like in in Spain, that's just like a toasted piece of bread with you know something delicious on top. Um, and it was like goat cheese and caramelized onions, and I was like, great, that sounds awesome. That does sound awesome. I ordered it, and they give me these two giant pieces of bread with like these like medallion sized like larger than any coin you've ever seen pieces of goat cheese and I was like this is aggressive even for me like oh my god (laughs) I mean I don't I don't see what the problem here is yet Katie because it was overwhelming it overwhelmed my mouth and I love cheese but wow wow that was a lot of goat cheese like I would suggest scaling back on the amount of goat cheese too much goat cheese or like you need something else to balance it because the caramelized onions weren't doing it that's that's entirely possible that seems like something you would need another dish for yeah yeah anyways no shouts to that cafe in madrid which i wish i remembered the name of but (laughs) (laughs) right anyways so Katie, I guess, goes to clock in or do something. She's wearing work clothes, so I assume she's there to work. That leaves Stassi to talk to Ariana in what is not a forced thing for the cameras at all. <laughs> yes, they're debriefing on the whole, like, being friends, like, or Kristen showing up to the apartment and, like, that whole thing. She brings up a point, Ariana, that is, brings up a point. She's like, yeah, Kristen showed up to get the cable box. And she was like super done up to get the cable box. And I was like, whatever. And 
Well, you said true, so apparently you noticed that too, because I didn't think anything of it. I didn't think that she was like more done up than she normally was or anything. You'll, as you'll later see, like Kristen is often, especially if she's in an emotional state, like not done up at all. So it was peculiar. Okay. Yeah. And then she proceeded to cry for 45 minutes, according to Ariana. <sighs> Awkward. Yeah. Stasi gives her a warning. She's going to be worming her way back into your friendship in the next couple of days. God, and then we learn that Sheena and Kristen, Sheena and Dodie have matching tattoos. What? No, that blew my mind. I was like, what? They have matching tattoos. And Stasi makes a good point. She's like, how the hell did this happen? Last year, every time they interacted, they burst out into like a fighting, <laughs> a screaming match. Frenemies Indeed. turned into besties. I mean, the anti-Stasi alliance, stranger things have happened. <laughs> True. Stasi has a great quote here. What I'm seeing right now is a whole lot of misbehavior with no consequences. When I ran, sir, no one got away with this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great quote. I'm not sure it's entirely true. I mean, yeah, you would have aggressively went after them, but there was a lot of bullshit that went on the first two seasons. Oh, Stassi. Stassi. What are you going to do? All right. Scene three. Pump. And it's cray-cray. It's doing well. Mm-hmm. But we learned something about little Schwartzy. Little Schwartzy. Michael, the manager, is behind the bar. And Lisa's like, what are you doing behind the bar? She's like, <laughs> Michael, who, unlike Peter, has a real backbone, is like, your little friend, Schwartz, had a panic attack and left. She's like, what? She's like, yeah. He just got overwhelmed and said that he had to leave. And he had to leave. And I told him, if you leave, you ain't coming back. But he left. And then Lisa... I'm going to wring that little fucker's neck. <laughs> yeah. He begged me and 10 times to get a job. And this is what he does. And so tell me, what what was your reaction when you first heard this? Because we learned this post the episode when he actually has the shift. It must have happened off camera. Yeah. Um... It's hard to say, and because we do get a little bit of CCTV footage of him freaking out. And man, 2014 just seems like a long, long time ago. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I, I understand why they're pissed off at him, but I also kind of see his point. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I, I was managing a bookstore and... One of my employees walked to work. It was a really hot day and she passed out 20 minutes into her shift. Oh shit! So we had to call an ambulance. I mean, I wasn't there because I was a manager. I was gone, but that they called me and I had to go in and cover the rest of her shift, get an ambulance for her and everything. And I was like super mad about it at the time. So I can understand Michael being mad in the moment, but it just shows the, the different state, or at least I hope the different state that we are in when it comes to, to mental health in this country in 2021, yeah. as opposed to 2014, where I think if that happened now, perhaps not in some places, but there would be, they would be more lenient than they were in this moment. Yeah, I feel like Lisa and Katie are both pretty harsh with Schwartz. And, and in some, at some level, I think you understand why 
just based on who Schwartz is, like there's a lot of baggage underlying that. It's not just that he had a panic attack, right? But at the same time, it's like when he's describing it, you're like, fuck, it really sounds like he legit had a panic attack. So like maybe cut him just like a little bit of slack. Well, I mean, let's let's jump into that because the next scene is at Katie and Schwartz's apartment when, you know, and Katie even says, yeah, when you called me, it sounded, I've never heard you sound like that before. Yeah. And he's, he's like, well, the only time, other time that I've had a panic attack was when I was in college and I ate that half a pan of brownies. <laughs> were they pot brownies? What's, what was going on with the brownies? Obviously they were pot brownies. There's no other reason to, what, you don't think he, he was like, oh my God, maybe, my modeling career. <laughs> maybe he was allergic <laughs> to chocolate and didn't realize it until after the brownies. I don't know. But yeah, no, totally. And, you know, he starts to explain what happened is like, I've only had one day of training. And we saw that at the party, he didn't know how to make most of the yeah. drinks. I mean, he yeah. had a very rudimentary grasp of, of the drink menu. And there was, they opened the gates and it was this crush of people. And I didn't know how to put anything into the POS system or how to open a tab, any of this stuff. And I just freaked out. And I felt like my heart was racing and my chest was constricting and everything which sounds like a legitimate panic attack however sure katie, does and oh go ahead katie is having none of it she is At a all. savage she's like even jacks can do that job <laughs> yeah that's like to me too. like jesus christ i mean she goes how many bartenders were there he's like three. Oh, i feel like three is enough bartenders for that and i was like damn okay katie wow yeah. she's, she's like, like I this get- is like your lack of yeah, oh, your lack of commitment. She's like, I get panic attacks at work. You just work through them. I mean, you went to college, Tom, and I didn't go to college, and I can figure out any POS system. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but you've been working in the restaurant industry for five years. Oh, boy, has been like modeling and maybe doing like a mixer bartender, where it's probably an open bar that doesn't have to run people's credit cards and shit. Also, Schwartz clearly feels bad about it. Like, I mean, whoa. On the other hand, though, to give, to defend Katie a little bit, like, let's just think about last season and some of the shit that Schwartz has pulled over the last two seasons. So, like, there is, there is some baggage here that is maybe feeding into Katie's anger, but, like, whoa. Sure, and especially if he doesn't have a history of panic attacks before. In that case, this can sound like it's just an excuse. Um, it's like, you you haven't had a real job for six or seven years. We get you one. You don't even make it fucking 30 minutes. What the fuck, man? So I, I can kind of see it on that aspect, too. But, but still, in 2021, yeah, it's not a good look to, like, just kind of lay into someone for having, like, a real mental health crisis in a moment. Yeah. What did you think of a, what is apparently Katie's pet name? Booby. I'm sorry, Booby. Bub oh Bubby? Is it Bubby? Okay. I know this because this remains. They they both call each other Bubba. Oh. Or Bubby. Or Bub or any combination of such. That's that's gonna remain a thing. (laughs) I think at this point (laughs) I'm so used to it that I just like don't even hear it anymore. (laughs) Okay. That's a cycle. What did you think of it? Uh, I just thought it was weird, but I guess that makes sense if they both call each other. And also, I mean, it's not what I thought it was. Yeah, it's not booby. Anyway. 
Uh, Scene yeah. five, Dr. Lake's office. Schwartz is there dropping off Jacks for surgery. I almost didn't recognize Schwartz because he was like very dressed out for him. You could tell that he definitely put it in the work <laughs> that I was talking about back in the first scene. Oh, yeah, it's true. Oh, Schwartz. And Schwartz genuinely seems worried for Jax, which was kind of sweet. It was. I, I have to say, this is like one of, I think, one of my like most winning episodes for Schwartz. I just felt bad for him. And he's just yeah. he's being nice. We're seeing the nice side of Schwartz, you know? We are. Uh, he, he says, I'm worried about Jax. I'm more worried about Lisa and Katie. For good reason. <laughs> yeah, for good reason. Uh, um, Jax like says... Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So, Jack, I was just going to go where you were going to go. Jack, I like how, like, they put Jack's on the operating table and then they give him the anesthesia and the doctors start throwing shade. They're like, this is the quietest he's ever been. I did love them throwing shade, Eddie. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. Um, I also love the fact that he's talking about, I'm more worried about waking up with penises drawn all over me. And then I, like, show him drawing penises on Sandoval and waking him up and all this stuff. Um, but then when they set him down at the doctor's office before they take him back for sedation, he's like, well, there's a picture of boobies right there. <laughs> it's like, we know where you're at, Jax. And then when the doctor's oh like, God. we got to keep your blood pressure down after this, so no sexual activity. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Come on, Jax. What, did, what does it say? It's like not even that long. It's like no sexual activity for like a week. <laughs> I didn't hear him give a time frame, but that's got to be what it was. It's like, I mean, come on, just for a few days, Jax. Dude, come on, keep it in your pants for just like a second. Yeah. <laughs> then Jack's my face and my body are my two best assets. One of those assets isn't as good as you think it is, my friend. Not anymore, certainly. Yeah. Jack's fears pain. Oh, Jack's Taylor. <laughs> I love too how even like immediately out of surgery. <laughs> drugged up Jax is like just all back to his old ways like he's already like hitting on the nurse I love he was you. being super touchy with her like <laughs> touches her face just like mm -hmm. I love you tries to put his arm around her hey he's high as fuck and he goes do I have a J little chin and like no Jax you don't have a J little chin <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> entertaining scene six Katie and Saucy go for lunch at Stir. Not Sir, Stir. Oh, right, Stir. And, uh, <laughs> and they order some buffalo chicken sliders, which good choice, Stassi, I approve. Yeah, for real, that is a good choice. I, th I thought that was Katie's idea, but maybe it was. No, it was, it was definitely Stassi. Stassi, like me, is an aficionado for uh, hot sauce, so. Oh, really? We'll have yes. to do a hot sauce quiz at some point. Oh, my gosh, we will. Um, Stassi shows her winning bedside manner so your boy is jobless <laughs> she's also just on the the haterade train for sure it's just like he's he has no drive just none oh and i love how they're you know uh, your boyfriend has a job and it's like ever since i got with patrick i just can't be a man without driving a real job <laughs> so. okay stassi yeah, your one boyfriend who has a real job as a radio DJ. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, considering the loser she has been dating, I kind of get it. But uh, yeah. Well, fair enough. Well, and they're talking about, well, they kind of set up the OK party that's coming later. Um, 
<laughs> one of the harshest Katie was like god like well actually maybe this comes later never mind I'm gonna save that yeah because they were then oh go ahead I was just gonna say she decides to deliver the news about why Jax isn't going to the okay party she does but she kind of throws it out there because she thinks Stassi's gonna care and Stassi doesn't care because she's like yeah well I give I get... a shit. yeah she's like Jax isn't gonna be at the okay party I got tickets you want to go and we get the inset, and she's like, yeah, there's going to be free booze. I want to go. She's like, oh, if Jax isn't there, then yeah, I want to go. Don't you want to well, know why Jax isn't going to be there? No. I think she's setting it up knowing that Stassi will enjoy the reason very much. And clearly she does. Oh, she very clearly enjoyed the reason. <laughs> Stassi laughs and laughs and I've laughs. I've never seen Stassi with such joy. Well, that's true. It very rarely happens. <laughs> They make fun of Jax. And she's just like, I don't want to be a hypocrite, but like, I don't know if I could date somebody like a man who had plastic surgery that is kind of hypocritical and not likely in Los Angeles, Stassi. Yeah. She goes, Jax is such a woman. <laughs> it's like, way to go, Stassi. Scene seven, we're in Schwartz's car. And what did Jax... you think of Schwartz driving a Mini Coupe? Oh, totally. Totally. <laughs> That's... Why do you think that's appropriate? Come on. It's Schwartz. <laughs> oh, such a Schwartzy. Yeah, he's trying to be hip and cool, kind of quirky. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't give him one of those cars when he crossed the border into California. <laughs> it's it's supposed to, I think it, they're like fairly affordable, actually, too. I think they were at one time. Yeah. Anyways. But Jax is being such a fucking baby about this surgery, which I mean, granted, I'm sure he's in pain at this moment. Maybe. I've had plenty of surgeries. I even woke up in the middle of one of my surgeries and that hurt like a oh, motherfucker. Jesus Christ. But I have never been in surgery at the point where they were letting me go home. Later that night, the next day, yes. But usually they keep you pretty doped up for the amount of time it's going to take you to get home. And he seemed pretty I mean, I doped imagine, up. I imagine like your, your nose. I mean, like, I think when you, I think when you do like a, a nose job, like I think they actually have to break your nose. Oh yeah. No, they did. They broke his damn nose. Maybe. So maybe he's, he is. But I mean, he's, he's definitely still playing it up. Like, come on, Jax. Oh yeah. I think it's more psychosomatic than anything else. He just looks like shit. <laughs> no, he totally looks like and shit. And freaks out because they don't give him his Vicodin. <laughs> right. Right. And he's like, you're hitting the brakes too hard. That's causing me to hurt. Ay, ay, ay. And Schwartz is just taking it in stride. He's like, okay, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Schwartz is being a very good caregiver. I mean, they, they made a comment about since he quit that job, how good would he be at taking care of kids? Well, if they'd seen me with, with Jax, they would realize he would be a very good father. Yes, he would. Be. <laughs> I like, too, how suddenly Jax seems the most logical, Where because Schwartz is complaining about, like, the whole Lisa Katie thing, and he's like, you didn't walk out of, like, what does Jax say? Like, you didn't walk out of Merrill oh, Lynch or something yeah, like that. Merrill Lynch, yeah. Yeah, for real. It's it's like the entire conceit of this entire season is James being upset that he got fired from a fucking busboy job. And and now 
you know, Schwartz is super upset that he walked out of a bartending job. It's like, come the fuck on, guys. How is Jack's the most logical person here? And this oh. doped up. Like, my God. Jack says a, uh, maybe he has a good sense for the big picture. The drugs gave him some clarity. Maybe. Uh, Peter and Lisa show up. And it is very frosty between Lisa and Schwartz. Schwartz's face when Lisa's at the door. He's just like. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, hey, what's up, Peter, man? Oh. <laughs> Shit's a brick. Yeah. I love it, too. It. She's, Lisa has a couple of great lines here. She's like, I've never seen Jax this vulnerable. And I kind of like it. I like it. Kind of like it. And then she says to Oh, I'm quite Schwartz, enjoying it. This is what she's I'm quite yeah. I'm quite enjoying this. And then she says to Schwartz, can you make me some tea without having a panic attack? I was like, damn. Jesus. <laughs> uh, and then she makes fun of them for getting their eyebrows thread. <laughs> getting their eyebrows done like Greta Garbo. Oh, it was such a great quote. I'm not sure I understand these young American men. One got a nose job for vanity, the other ran away from his job, and they both have eyebrows like Greta Garbo. <laughs> oh, Lisa. I also, Jax has a great life. He's like, I'm just worried about all the shit that I've stolen from Sir. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I've got candles, I've got salt shakers, I've got a couple of bottles of vodka. Yeah, I guess you didn't expect the boss to come rolling into your apartment. <laughs> Definitely not. He handled it pretty well, though, because apparently they slipped a dildo into his pocket of his sweatpants. So he whips it out and distracted Lisa. Yeah. (laughs) Jax is better at manipulating people than I guess we ever gave him credit for. Certain people he does know how to to manipulate. Uh, Necessity also being the mother of invention. It's also (laughs) funny. Because he's complaining about the Vicodin, and Schwartz is like, I'm going to go get you some. And Peter goes, well, while you're at the pharmacy, grow your, buy yourself some balls. <laughs> buy a Jesus. set of balls, please. God. <laughs> They're all so pissed at Schwartz. They must have been slammed that night. Damn. Oh, I'm sure they were. I am certain that they were. Oh, that's right. Jack, he didn't say Merrill Lynch, but very close. He said Morgan Stanley. I've yeah, Morgan Stanley, yes. Yes, yes. scene eight the couple that exercises together stays together i guess so james and kristen working out because they are contractually obligated to be in the episode well they probably want to be in the episode to make that paper oh yeah i'm sure (laughs) i guess i should say the uh, producers are contractually obligated to keep them (laughs) in the episode um yeah this was a nothing scene i don't mind the two weeks off James has a throwaway line. It would be monstrous if Lisa didn't hire me back. It's like, get the fuck over yourself. Because his connection, she's like, Lisa, Lisa and Ken have known my parents for many, many years. And like, meanwhile, Lisa in the last episode is like, I've met James's mother like one time. Right. Uh, okay, James. All right. Then we get Kristen. Tom's just not being authentic with me. He's just all up Ariana's ass. I don't think their relationship's going to work out. Okay. Their relationship's bullshit. Their relationship's bullshit. Okay, Kristen. Sure. Whatever, Dodie. Scene nine. Sandoval. Sandoval. and show up with donuts. Donuts. That was very nice of them. (laughs) 
Yeah. What's funny is Sandoval's like, yeah, uh, everybody's like seeing Jack half out of it and being all pathetic and everybody's all reacting to it. It, I, it just reminds me of a night or the morning after going out with him. <laughs> oh, so, and I love that he's just like ripping on Jack's the whole time that he's there. He's like, oh, did you sleep with someone's girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty quick. Pretty quick. And then like goes to like even references his line like hey jags can you feel it yeah that was later but that was still great um she she says i've never seen jacks this ugly and i'm like damn look at and then we have the question of that scene was it jam running down his nose or was it blood oh i definitely think it was blood i was like y'all y'all that's not jelly it's coming directly from his nose for real for real. No, I, I mean, I guess there would be some blood leakage because he was probably supposed to change the bandages at some point, but yeah. Um, scene 10. We get a last. Yeah, we get a last pass siding with Lisa. I told you they were really friends. Apparently so. <laughs> Although their interactions seem awkward. Maybe it's because the camera's on them and Vance doesn't know how to be, but yeah, he probably Bass doesn't know how to be. He probably doesn't know how to be on a reality TV show. Also, I never caught this before, but I caught it this time. They order Rosé and then Lisa drops her Real Housewives of Beverly Hills tagline, Beverly Hills tagline from that season. Which is? Life isn't all diamonds and Rosé, but it should be. (laughs) It was a good one. It was one of Lisa's best ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they complain about there being spots on the wine glasses, so they call Peter over and tell him it's unacceptable, and then tell his ass to get them some wine. And Lance says that Peter should have his shirt unbuttoned enough so that they, he can see navel. If it had been Jack, Jack would have done it. Um, oh God, Lance, inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Peter goes outside where the the servers are sitting and counting, counting tips. Yeah, and he's asking for their reports to cash everybody out. And then James shows up, and I think he was drunk. Could have been. Yeah, he just kind of like, it's highly likely that he was drunk. He just kind of rolls up, and he's like, hey, what's up, man? Yeah, and he's knocking over shit. (laughs) Want to fuck a chat to Lisa? And Peter is clearly immediately annoyed. Ah, yeah. It's like, just give me a second. She's not available, but I'll go check on it. So he goes in and tells Lisa what's up. And then Lisa gives some bullshit excuse about needing staff for three restaurants. They need bussers. And she's like, fine. He can have one shift a week. And he's on a trial period. Yeah. Peter is clearly kind of like not thrilled about this. He's not, but he's a good soldier. So he goes out there and goes, hey, man, can I talk to you for a second? He goes, all right, you're back on a trial. He doesn't even tell him a trial basis. He's just like, I'm gonna, but I'm going to keep my eye on you. And- and then the strangest thing of all, we get Katie. Well, I just see James begging for his job, and I just don't know if Schwartz is a man or not. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like basically like James has enough, you know, ambition to beg for his job as a busser back, and Schwartz hasn't even spoken to Lisa yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it, but I just thought it was that is an odd calculus. Oh, well, I, I don't pretend to really truly understand Katie and Schwartz's relationship. Yeah. Well, then we get one of our little interstitial scenes 
Lisa looking at Rolls Royces when Max, her son, rolls up on a skateboard. She's like, why are you on a skateboard? You have a car. Well, I need to get the brakes fixed. <laughs> and dad won't give me the money for it. Well, that's because he's keeping the money you need for rent. And it's basically just saying, hey, we don't pay for our kids' shit, even though apparently they are paying us rent. Right. Right. It's like Lisa's sort of like, I oh, don't make things easy for my children. Except, I mean, you still kind of do, but like, okay, fine. Yeah. I mean, you're not buying them Rolls Royces apparently so there is that <laughs> just keeping it keeping it even keeping it even yeah schwartz rolls up to pump he shows some huevos goes to talk to lisa is clearly terrified uh, yeah yeah lisa comes down really hard she's like you're being a pussy oh my god yeah no it, it's great because it, even before she gets to that because she's like, I just want to say that I have the utmost respect for you and Ken. Well, I don't think you have any respect at all. And it's like, damn, Lisa's in a mood. Lisa is, is very unhappy with Schwartzy. Yeah. Right now. And she's like, I'm upset with you. And Katie's upset with you. And she's like, yeah, Katie really let me have it. Well, I hope she didn't because you're a pussy. <laughs> I was like, my God, Lisa. She's like, you let me down. You let Katie down. Ooh. And then he's like, I brought my pump shirts back, but I didn't wash them. Should I wash them? <laughs> she's like i'll take care of it which she won't but she'll have somebody what the fuck was that come on shorts be better than that shorts come on if you're returning the shirts fucking wash them don't even return i mean i guess eventually you want to be back in her good graces mm-hmm. so that's why you're returning the shirts but if you want to be in her good graces go in there with and something ask, better yeah ask for your job back come on like, yeah, dude. I mean, he had an opportunity there. She did sit down with him. He could have done something and at least broached the topic instead of completely rolling over into the fetal position. Maybe he just realized that bartending is not for him. Maybe. It's like, well, I can just make money by being on this show, so why would I? <laughs> That's true. Why, why work the actual <laughs> job when I've got the TV gig going on? Uh, scene 13, Jax's apartment, everybody shows up to hang out there. That's where Sandoval is like, hey, did you sleep with somebody's girlfriend? Did you bang some dude's girlfriend? And then does the, like, fake punch out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hey, did you feel this? And Jax, I feel like, was actually terrified. Yeah, I think that his life flashed before his his eyes. (laughs) Oh, that's right. This is a separate time than the first time. That's right. Yeah. Sheena and Shay show up. A Shay sighting. Yeah, Shay shows up. They're out, they're all there getting ready to go to this party. Um, and, but they all bag on Katie. They're like, why isn't Katie here? Oh, we know why Katie's not here. And Jax is like, yeah, I didn't dislike Katie, but she could have called and checked on me recycling Shishu's argument from last season. I know. Shut the fuck up, Jax. You don't care <laughs> if Katie has called to check up on you after your nose job. Yeah. And... I guess she's Stasi's got her back on the leash. Poor Schwartz. Everyone's just jumping on him. Like, why are you and Katie never together? Why does she want to hang? Why doesn't she want to hang out with all of us? Yeah, I mean, uh, she, she's like Ariana and I, uh, and I consider ourselves to be one of the boys, and so we often hang out with the boys. How come Katie doesn't <laughs> hang out with them? So, and he's like, it's healthy not to hang out all the time and have outside interests. Yes, it is, Schwartz. You go. Actually sticking up for your girlfriend when she's not there. Good on you, Schwartz. I know. This is a new one for Schwartz. Schwartz, <laughs> hey, you know, he's showing some personal growth here, so. Yeah. 
Also, it is healthy to have separate interests and separate friend groups. Yes, exactly. Partner, come on. Yeah. Come on now. Oh, so they go to leave. Oh, they and Schwartz actually also attempts to father Jackson more. It's like because Jackson's like, I'm having a wine cooler. And he's like, hey man, the doctor said no alcohol for a week. And Jackson's like, whatever. I'm not trying to have an after school special. I'd <laughs> uh, just looking out for you. Schwartzy is looking out for you, Jax. Yeah. So uh, as they're leaving, Tom goes, the, hey, do you feel this? And freaks him out, like you said. <laughs> Jax crumbles to the bed and is in a fetal position for a few seconds. Then he gets up and goes, but what if you were kidding and you hurt Sheena? <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good response. I have to give it, it to you, Jax. Yeah. yeah, it took him a minute, but uh, maybe he maybe he just fires better with these on drugs. I don't know. <laughs> Then we get the ending sequence of this episode. When oh, yes, at, at the OK party. At the OK magazine party. Mm-hmm. We get Shishu going, for such a big town, LA is kind of small. So if you're on the party list, everybody's going to get invited to the same party, so you're going to see each other. I like how Sheena has kind of subtly morphed with your Shay impression. Well, I mean, they're kind of the same person. <laughs> But Sheena's got to have like, she's got to have like a little bit more, you know, a little, a little more valley girl. Yeah. She's like, and she's, but she's not as quiet as she either. <laughs> and like, they're like, ooh, they're at separate tables across the, across the way from each other. Ooh. And they can't let it be. No drama. Because at the, and it's, it's so classic Vanderpump. So we have at one table, it's Shay, Sheena, Ariana, and Tom Sandoval. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At the other table, it's Schwartz, Katie, Peter, Stasi, Christina, and some other B-teamer whose name I can't remember. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's just like, are they even not even going to come over and say hi? And then they're both kind of playing it off like, like well, our tables are far enough apart that we can pretend we didn't see each other. Oh, God. It's like Sheena... You already know, like, Saucy is not thrilled with you. Like, why would they come over? Like, why? Yeah, I don't know. And then she's like, oh, hey, Kristen and James are going to be here. And I said they could sit at our table. Is that cool? Ariana (laughs) kind of shakes her head, yes. But Tom is like, this eye is twitching. And she kind of calls him out on it. (laughs) Sandoval's just like, "Mm." And Tom says, Kristen is always reliable at making bad decisions, which is an honest assessment, but I don't know that she made any bad decisions, at least in well, the no, his line, left in this. His line, sorry, I wrote it down because I thought it was funny. Reliable when it comes to showing poor judgment. Oh, poor judgment. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she's like pretty actually okay in this episode in, in terms of like her demeanor. Um, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she gets a dig in, but I don't think it's actually an intentional dig. What was the dig? Oh, okay. Okay, we'll get there. So then we have Schwartz comes up with a game, which I don't believe Schwartz came up with. I think Schwartz came up with the game. I don't know. I feel like Schwartz on the DL has a little bit of a shit stirrer inside of him. 
Maybe. I mean, he's he's definitely there for when the shit happens. Uh, That's true. He's like, well, maybe the producers did come up with this. Yeah, because he's like, all right, loser has to go sit at their table. Yeah, Whoa. Sit at the other person's table. And of course, Stasi loses. <laughs> we don't actually see her card. It's perfect. She, Who else could have lost? You right? know, Peter goes with her because Peter's a good friend. Yes, he is. And I like how Christina's like, be classy, Stasi. <laughs> what I love is that, like Stasi and Peter go over there and they sit down and then like they they cut back to Christina and the other B teamer and Christina is monologuing how Sheena is going to react. She's going very to start accurately. <laughs> She's going to start talking about how good Stasi's clothing looks and, and that it cuts to Sheena and she's like, "Oh, I love that skirt. I was talking about that earlier." <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I told you, Christina is not nice. She's being kind of mean in this. Yeah, yeah, it's it's quite awesome. Ah. Stasi just cannot comprehend why any of these people are still hanging out with each other. And to be fair, I kind of agree with Stasi on that point. But like, also, Stasi's got to let it go. Like, you can't control who all these people are hanging out with. Well, no, and that and that becomes the crux uh, of what is left of this episode. Because when she's sitting at the table with them, you know, she's like. Christina's like, oh, I didn't know that I would ever see you again. And, or Kristen, sorry. Kristen is like, I didn't know that I would ever see you again. And Stassi's like, yeah, I didn't know that I would see you again either. Then Kristen goes, did you check on Jax after his nose job? To which yeah. Stassi stands up and walks away. And Stassi explains it as she fucked my best, or my former boyfriend. And then the first thing she does is ask me about him. I know, it's like, and, Kristen, And I think come on. Kristen's dumber than that. <laughs> I don't think that was intentional. Such, I know. She's such an idiot. Like, oh, did you, yeah, did you, did you see Jax after his surgery? It's like, what the fuck, Kristen? Come on. <laughs> idiot. Uh. Meanwhile, James is just sitting there grinning like a jackal because he's out of his depth and he doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Um, but then, then Sheena decides to kick up the drama when they're all sitting at Stassi's table. Kishu does not always start shit, but she is down for shit to be started and to make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> like she said when they were in Cabo, you want to throw a grenade up my ass? All right, <laughs> you can play that game. Good callback. <laughs> well, she's like, all right, like, oh, we don't have, we have all this vodka to drink and nobody to drink it with now. Yeah, I love that too, considering that one of the reasons that Stassi went to it is this is an open bar. So it's not like she bought a bottle of vodka to take over there. She's taking a bottle of the free fucking vodka and going over there, but whatever. You know, it's bad when even Ariana seems annoyed with Sheena. Ariana's like not here for this. Yeah. Not here for this bullshit. So they're sitting there and it's all awkward. Stassi goes, how are you all friends? To which <laughs> Ariana or Tom goes, we're not all friends. But no, it's Ariana. And then Tom is like, Kristen's like, well, like, I think we're cool, Tom. And Tom's like, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, sure. And Ariana calls him on that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. She's like, you can't say that to her. Which, you know what? Good on you, Ariana. Like, she doesn't even like Kristen and is kind of looking out for her feelings. Yeah, for sure. And then she gives the whole cat and uh, feral cat analogy, <laughs> which I think sets up Kristen pretty well. <laughs> that was very funny. Um. And what's funny though is like so after that happens, Kristen looks at Tom and goes, "So no peace." <laughs> like, 
Uh, you weren't really at peace anyway. Oh God, Kristen, you are a messy bitch, Kristen. For real. And then Stasi and Sheena start arguing. She's like, how can you be friends with this person? And Stasi's like, well, just because they didn't do anything to you. It's like, well, because they didn't do anything to me. And she's like, why aren't you pissed off at Sandoval? Because he's friends with Jax. And she's like, I am pissed off at Sandoval because he's friends with Jax. And Sandoval's like, but I can do what I want. And so can Chishu. And it's just. I know. It's like, you know, Stasi's Stasi being flummoxed at this whole thing is fair. But it's like, also, Stasi, you got to let it go. Yeah. Why do you care who's friends with who, for one right. thing? Because they are right. They can be friends with whomever they want to. I mean, I can understand if somebody did this stuff to, to you cutting them out, but I can also understand, especially, this is going to be somewhat mean towards Stasi. Stasi is coming from a place of privilege and the fact that her parents are wealthy enough that if she decided to fuck off and move to New York City, she could fuck off and move to New York City. That's I'm true. not saying that she didn't work for it. She probably didn't put in some of her own money, but she has a safety net to fall back on. A safety net that we've established that Sandoval and Kristen and I don't think Katie or Schwartz necessarily have at this point. By now, seven seasons into it, they probably do have a nice little nest egg and can fuck off and do what they want. So she's coming from a place of privilege and not having, I mean, granted, they could all quit and go get another job, but this is what restaurant jobs are like. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. And, you know, this isn't a big spoiler because I think you could probably, like, this is going to continue to kind of become an issue throughout the rest of the season. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's why they brought Sassy back. Of course. Well, I also thought it was funny. Like, I thought Sheena actually made a good observation. It's like, go back to your career being a cult leader, Stasi. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why these girls are so obsessed with Stasi. <laughs> like, I, I think they're more obsessed with me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of the two, I would choose Stasi to be obsessed with, but I don't know why you would be obsessed with either of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh boy. They'd be, they'd be interesting hangs. For sure. No, I think I could be friends with either of them. I just don't think I could be friends with both of them, which I guess <laughs> puts me on Stasi's side unintentionally. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> so, Ben, this was your favorite episode. It was my favorite episode of the season. It was what? the most entertaining. It was very entertaining. It was like kind of um, like almost sitcom-y in its kind of ridiculousness. Yeah, nothing that I feel, it was, uh, even though I'm not a big fan of Seinfeld, this reminded me of a Seinfeld episode, because mm. nothing really happened. There wasn't no. an, a seasonal arcing plot that was advanced in any way, but it was very self-contained and still enjoyable, and it let the personalities of the people in their interactions, which is what you are nominally watching reality TV for, carry the show. Yeah. Yeah, and and that was good. I I had a nice time watching it. I don't know if it's my favorite episode, um, but I had fun. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, it's only four seasons, episodes in. If this is the best episode of the season, I will be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but well, best so, so far. Yeah, definitely. Okay, in my opinion, all right, anyway. yeah. No, I mean, it probably is, so yeah. Should we get to the categories? Let's get to the categories, categories. Which category would you like to start with, Benjamin? Well, let's start with the easiest one. Who was at the bottom? <laughs> of this episode. Um, I mean, 
it's got to be Jacks or Schwartz. I, I would like to hear the argument for Jacks because <laughs> there's no way it's any fuck but Schwartz. <laughs> well, just because he's like so fucked up, like after his surgery and just kind of like, I mean, it's not the, a very strong argument really, but like he's just the only other option other than Schwartz, I guess. Okay, well, that's fair. Jax is very pathetic this episode, but <laughs> Jax is a very pathetic person, so it kind of right. matches. We it's just definitely see Tom Schwartz. Yeah. He's just shit on by literally everyone in this episode, so it's 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 tough. It's a tough. He's a tough break. Tough break <laughs> for Schwartz. Tough break for Schwartz. <laughs> 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 I mean, you know it's bad when even Peter is dunking on you. <laughs> yeah, for real. Although <laughs> Peter has been more vicious this season than he has That's been in past seasons. True. He's had enough. He's had enough of their bullshit. And I would too. I can't explain <laughs> Peter. I mean, Peter got plenty of bullshit too, but man. <laughs> okay. Yep. You're right. That was the easiest. What would you like to do next? Um, let's do we host thirstiest server. <laughs> All right, who who do you think the thirstiest server is? Wow, that's a good question. Um, mainly because there's not a good candidate because like I said, nobody was really, until like the very end, nobody was really jockeying for anything. I guess I'm gonna say nominate Katie because she is so upset with Schwartzy but it's all because of how it affects her thirst for that ring by spring. That's a good point. I also was going to offer Jax because, you know, he does get this surgery for <laughs> the sake of his vanity yes. <laughs> and is obsessed with getting some drugs to be strung out on and is like having a heart attack, not being able to have alcohol or sex for a week. That's a very good point. <laughs> I think for that, that combination would push him over the edge. Yep. I'm actually surprised that he wasn't more upset about not being able to go to that party. They just didn't show that. I'm sure he was. I'm actually kind of surprised he didn't crash it, to be honest, but I guess he didn't want people to see him with his nose thing. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's probably a good <laughs> thing to hold him back. So who would you pick? No, I think your, your argument for Jax has convinced me. So I All right, great. Jax Taylor, once again. The winner thirsty of the boy. Thirsty Thirsty Boy. <laughs> the Jax Taylor Memorial Thirst Award. He wins it again. Uh, uh, all right. What do you think is the funniest quote of the episode? There were some funny quotes. Most of them were not appropriate, but there were some funny quotes. I mean, that's probably what makes them funny. That is true. Um, man, um, I really, really liked lisa's takedown of both jacks and schwartz i just don't understand these american men <laughs> Continue. Um, one of them has a nose job for pure vanity the other runs out in the middle of his job and they both have eyebrows like greta garbo <laughs> <laughs> i think you're right i mean it is the funniest quote of the episode oh lisa it's just always on fire she is is always on fire. Um, what is the quote of the episode then? Um, there were a lot of really good one-liners. 
such as when they, you know, Tom going to Jack's, hey, can you feel this? Or at the beginning of the episode, do you guys shave foreheads here? All that stuff. <laughs> but I think my nomination for a quote of the episode is Stassi. What I'm seeing here right now, it's a lot of misbehavior with no consequences. And when I ran, sir, no one got away with this bullshit. Because <laughs> it sounds like a line out of a movie that like a retired colonel would be saying or something. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, yeah, I like that. All right, here we go. The other nominee that I was going to put up is like, <laughs> Kristen is always reliable when it comes to showing poor judgment. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really define the episode as much as Stassi's quote does, but uh, it's just apt. I mean, it's a statement of fact. <laughs> yeah, but let's give it, let's give it to our girl Stas. Way to go, Stassi. Stassi. Stassi Schroeder for yeah. the win. All right. Uh, what is this episode's cringiest moment? Um, the way that Schwartz is treated for having a panic attack. Oh my God, I know. It's very cringy, <laughs> especially from the vantage point of 2021. Like Katie, yeah. you got you to gotta ease, ease into this a little bit. Yeah, yeah. All the calling him a pussy too, like that didn't age well. Didn't age well. On multiple occasions by multiple <laughs> people. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Oh, I mean, yeah. not that it makes it better or okay. Not that it makes it okay, but it's understandable in the context of friendship when Peter tells him to buy a pair of balls. Sure. Because that is something that dudes you know, would say know, to each other. Dudes would say to each other, yeah. But Fair it shocked enough. me when Lisa called him a pussy. <laughs> Jesus, Lisa. I know, Lisa, <laughs> as much as I love LVP, sometimes her points of view can be very old fashioned. I was about to say, she's from an older generation. Yeah, yeah. And it's rich yeah. enough not to give two shits, so. <laughs> um, what was I just about to say? Oh, yeah, who who won the episode? Who do you think is the alpha leader of the pack? Oh, excuse my yawn. Um, who is the leader of the pack? I think we have two competing leaders of the pack in this Ooh. episode. Because we have the Stasi camp and we have the Sheena camp. Mm. you know i i feel like stassi though holds her ground a little bit better like i don't think sheena is fighting on the same level if that makes sense it makes total sense there have been times where i have agreed with shishu's point of view and in some ways i do with this who she's friends with really is her business absolutely but why does she care why does she continue engage with stassi when stassi doesn't fucking work there exactly it's like sheena it's just because sheena is constantly stuck in the same like she just wants everyone to love her yeah yeah so i don't know the only reason i'm disinclined to give it to saucy this episode is she doesn't really do a lot in this episode like she has great one-liners but she doesn't do a whole ton i don't really know who i would give it to so i guess it would default to saucy yeah, I was about to say, I mean, I don't know that there's a, because, again, the overarching plot for the, the season doesn't move forward. It, it's kind of hard to say. I yeah. mean, I, I guess you could make a case. Well, that's not the winner. I, I guess if we were going to move on to the next category, who is Lisa's favorite boy or girl? Peter still. Yeah, Lisa, Peter, Peter definitely. 
Lisa's number one boy. He's just taking care of business, taking care of shit. Earning that manager's check that he gets. Um, so yeah, uh, I can't think of anybody else. So defaults to Stasi. Enjoy your Pinot Grigio, lady. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing that she can win, you know get that considering how little she did but nobody else rose up and took it from her you know Stasi is really almost a forever queen bee so in her mind anyway <laughs> true <laughs> but i mean honestly until we get more new cast members in she probably always will be because the only two people who don't immediately cow to her it seems are really not necessarily even cow to her are not immediately put into her bullshit are Ariana and James. It's true. Wow. Who knew James had something? Well, I mean, if, if he's young and doesn't know who the fuck she is, she's just the, the blonde lady who used to work here. Good point. <laughs> that blonde lady who used to work. Well, actually, I think James was a buster last season. Like I spotted him in an episode. I was like, oh my God, there's James. Oh, okay. Well, you just, you know, he wasn't mic'd up because he wasn't fucking Kristen yet. <laughs> right. He's like, how, how I would like to be in that meeting. Who did he talk to about how to get onto the show? Was it Peter? Was it, was it ironically Sandoval? I'd like Couldn't to have... be on the show more. You got to start dating one of the cast members. Mm, I'll start fucking your ex-girlfriend. <laughs> right. Uh, well, are you and Kristen that? <laughs> Kristen seems to be the easiest one. Uh. <laughs> well, I'm glad you enjoyed this episode, Ben. No, I was. That was a good episode. Oh, great. Listeners, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, stay tuned for episode five. Uh, Woo! Whoop, whoop. Buckle up. Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs>